You're listening to Fresh Out of Experts. A show that mines the rich archive of Reddit to supply you with advice on dating, relationships, and love. My co-host Eleanor and I are not experts. We're merely people who survived dating in our 20s and 30s. Now that we're married, we want to share what we've learned. In each episode, my co-host Andy and I tackle the most common, comical, and when we're lucky, outlandish questions from r slash dating and more. So find a comfortable chair, pull on a warm sweater, and sip your favorite beverage while you listen to us dig into the stickiest dating questions the internet has to offer. Can you hear me breathing? Yeah. Yeah, when you breathe directly in the microphone, I can hear you breathing. How about that? (laughs) No, I can still hear you. I'll leave it in to the cut just so that you can hear how much I can hear you breathing. (laughs) All right. So what happened while we were gone for like two months? We moved. We moved. We moved apartments in Seattle. We got the flu. We got a savage stomach flu. We went to Utah. We went skiing in Utah. Uh, I, I mean, that's a lot. You know, it's like you, you get back to work and all of a sudden, you know, we, we work in tech and our tech careers were like, hey, you got to make money for this company. And mine was not. Mine's like, hey, hold tight. <laughs> we're in a, we'll we see if may we, be in a recession. We'll see if we have a job for you next week. <laughs> I felt a lot of pressure to post the pod after our December episode and then the holidays clearly are just like not a great time to sit down and do hours of editing. We just like are easing into 2023 with the pod. We're Beautiful. excited to be back on. It's nice to take a break. It is nice to take a break. Three or four days ago, I was like, oh yeah, we have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about this today, actually, in the car. And yeah, I sort of have been thinking about it because there's a lot of independent activities we have planned for ourselves in 2023 yes so for example i'm going to paris with a friend you're going to some other place in europe with a friend Uh, we're circumnavigating the mediterranean (laughs) okay there's just like we have kind of not been scheduling travel at least in this early part of the year you know with each other you know and we actually have like good amount of like friendships i mean i have a lot of friends you have one friend who you see without yep. me yep but i just felt like the other day i went to see a colleague and we were talking about you like picking me up from my like date with a colleague a male colleague a male too. colleague and it just being like really weird it's almost like you can't come pick me up because it's like it's it's already like a careful thing to be friends with the opposite sex and then it's almost stranger to be like, we are all respecting boundaries. We're all very sincerely friendly and there's nothing else. And then you like have your your husband like come pick you up. And it's sort of like weirdly like just either come in or don't. But like don't be like weirdly waiting outside a bar for me. It is strange. But who is it strange for? Right. You don't yeah. have to tell your date that you are getting picked up by your husband. I guess you could. But that's the thing. You could as just say it's an Uber this... and then I'm just <laughs> waiting out there. This is the thing. <laughs> I feel like this is maybe my philosophy is like to make that scenario work, to make any scenario as an adult where you have where you're friends with the opposite sex and you are married, 
you just got to be brutally honest about everything. Everything has to be on the table all the time. Yeah. The minute any deception comes into the equation, it gets icky in my opinion. Yeah. So like I would like I would have to literally be like my husband's coming to pick me up, which is fine, I guess. Like it actually when I say it out loud, it's fine. But it sort of is just like I don't know. I just felt a little bit like when you when you said that, I was like, I like I can find my way home. I also don't need like codependently for my husband to pick me up. It it is funny. Like, what if we had an open relationship and you were going on a date and I was picking you up from your date? That would be one. Like, I can't even conceive of open relationships. Yeah, like, as like I don't even know how to get in the mindset of that. I just like drive to a weird apartment and you're like, <laughs> I had some wine tonight. Can you come pick me up from my date? And you're like at a man's apartment. It feels. I just feel <laughs> like extremely uncomfortable with this scenario. <laughs> okay, but <laughs> if we put aside open relationships as just like a format, like what would you say our philosophy? in our relationship is on like jealousy versus trust versus autonomy and like I think you and I are about as the least jealous people that I've ever met. It's not like we are like in putting ourselves in a lot of positions to be jealous though. That's what I want to hear. Okay, so that's the core question though. We are two people who I would say are fairly interdependent. I don't think we're so independent that like I don't consult you when I'm going to go to Paris with a friend and like ask right, if you're okay with that, whatever. But like, it's easy to because but you I also, know that I'm not going to like say no. Well, that's like, the difference to me between independence and interdependence. Mm -hmm. So independence, in my opinion, would be I booked this ticket. You just have to deal with it, husband. Yeah. I'm independent of you. Yeah. Interdependence to me is, hey, I would like to book this ticket. By doing this, there are implications on your life. And our shared life. And sure. I want to make sure that we're in conversation about the effects of that. I expect you to honor that I want to do this. And I expect that you'll be supportive. But I will also allow you to be in conversation about it before I make that decision. That is also different than codependence, which is like either I can't go without you or I can't go without your yeah. permission. I've had like colleagues in the past and people who say like, well, I haven't spent a day away from my husband in my entire life or a day away from my wife since we got married or since we were dating. Like it validates their relationship somehow. But for us, we, I've been on plenty of trips by myself. You've been on trips by yourself. I don't know. But that's what I'm saying. So, so I'm I guess we do put ourselves in positions to be jealous. But since when we do it, like we have enough trust and faith and it's not an issue that like, it just doesn't become a thing. Are there any scenarios, though, that are off limit for you? Do you have? Yes, I don't want you to have sex with other men. That's I a pretty clear one. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm aware I'm aware of that. But, I'm sort of like wondering before we go nuclear on the relationship yeah. and have an affair, like, is there anything that could happen in the lead up to that that you might say, whoa, I like I don't feel comfortable with that. <sighs> Unless you stated like a romantic interest in this person, like I wouldn't be jealous. Okay. Like, do you know what I mean? So one of my best friends from college is a man. Yeah. Who is married. Yeah. What if like I was like, we're going to go travel. We're going to go like on a weekend to some place. A, I would imagine you'd be okay with that. Even if his wife and you as my husband did not Just join Just the two us. of you? Just the two of us. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. What if it was like, oh, we like got into a situation where we 
when we went to Scotland and we couldn't find any place. We were like, yeah. oh my God, we can't find any place. So this friend of mine and I are traveling abroad and we're like, oh God, the only place we found was like a hotel room with a single bed and we slept in it together. I would not be right? worried about it. You wouldn't be worried about it. No. Like you guys could have had a relationship for 15 years before I even met you and you like it never happened. Like, so why the, would you start now? Totally. Well, I guess when I think of it, I always try to think about how I would feel if you did this thing. You don't have any close girlfriends that you have that kind of platonic relationship with. So it's like if you were sleeping in the bed with another woman, I would just be like, no, I don't feel comfortable yeah, but with that. I also, it's, like, it's like I don't know this person. I traveled for five months in Asia and there were a couple times where I would just like meet a woman and start traveling with her. And we would like get a room and have a single bed and sleep in it together completely platonic. If you, that happened in our marriage and you said nothing happened, I would believe you 100%. Like I wouldn't even yeah. think of it twice afterward. But I, if I you went- I wouldn't do that now though. If you, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. If you went to Europe with your buddy and like somehow you ended up in a bed with another woman, I'd be like, what the fuck is going on out there? It's not that yeah, I'm that jealous. I would be surprised. That would be and strange. There would be a, would have and, like, be a pretty weird there? situation well, where I had to yeah. do that. But that's what I'm saying. So there are places in our marriage where it doesn't have so, to go nuclear for us well, to be like, I don't think that's a good here's idea. The th here's the thing. We've been together long enough to know what each other's patterns are of behavior. And me just like having to sleep with a woman in my in the same bed with me in <laughs> France would be outside of my normal pattern of behavior. And you'd be like, why did you do that? My first inclination actually would not be jealousy. It would be like confusion. And yeah. honestly, what Andy type of shit did you get yourself into? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how it happened. We got snowed in and I had to have sex with three French women. I don't know how this happened. It was crazy. Had to do it though. <laughs> We can't listen to that song. There are a lot of songs that a lot of people can't listen to anymore. That's because those songs were ruined by exes. Hi, my name is Melissa Locker. And I'm Courtney E. Smith. We are both music journalists. We both love music, but we also take music very personally. We found a whole bunch of guests to be on this podcast and agree with us that there are lots of exes who've ruined lots of songs. Subscribe now to Songs My Ex Ruined. on to the question user kim 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 1679 writes my husband a 35 year old male and i a 35 year old female have been married for four years i have three best friends one of whom is male let's call him tom whom i dated briefly in college we're all friends and even went on a ski trip last year there has never been an issue before now the other day my husband went through my phone and saw tom had texted me a photo of his abs about six months ago. <laughs> My husband freaked out. The story is I was talking with Tom and his wife on the phone, and they told me Tom had been doing a six-pack workout for the past year. Tom's wife said she thought he finally had a six-pack. Tom said he didn't think so. They texted me a picture of his abs, and I gave my opinion. Fast forward six months. My husband goes through my phone and sees this. He tells me I can never talk to Tom again, then storms out, 
and gets a hotel room. It's been 36 hours and he still has not come home and he says he won't until next week. I totally understand feeling jealous, but there's nothing at all going on between me and Tom. I feel like he's really overreacting, but I don't know if I can be objective in this situation. What do you all think? Andy, have you ever sent suggestive pictures to another woman? I mean, I think I'm like when Snapchat first got invented. Were you snapping dick pics? I think I snapped. <gasps> you did. I think I, I was seeing a woman and she lived in New York or somewhere, Boston or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Anywhere in America. So, she lived in some Other American city. American city. Okay. <laughs> and uh, she wanted to like cyber and I was super hesitant and she would. It was right when Snapchat came out and her and her friends were super fucking into it. So they had me download it and she sent me, I want to say like suggestive pics and I sent her a suggested pic on Snapchat. That's like literally, I think the only time. Wow. How old were you? Uh, Probably like 26. Do you think taking a picture of your abs is a suggestive pic? It depends. I mean, it can be construed as that. If like, mm. if you, if like... I saw that on your phone. I'd be like, why did that guy send a picture of his ass? I mean, that's, yeah, it's like kind of personal. It's sort of strange. Yeah. Just your abs. I mean, I guess in context of the story, it makes sense. But it's also a guy she used to fuck. So, like, we have to make sure we clarify that. I don't know. I feel like if you read the text messages after the pic or before the pic, her thing is that she's settling an argument, essentially. If she's just like, oh, damn, that looks really good, then you might she might not be settling an argument. But if she's like, yeah, that's totally a six pack. Yeah. Then yeah, maybe yeah, she yeah. is. I don't know. OK, well, let's say that the story is true, which I agree. We always like assume the story, yeah. whatever the OP's truth is, the truth for them. And we yeah. respect that. Do you think this was like an inappropriate exchange? No, I don't. But I definitely understand the husband's bringing more than just the abs into the equation in my opinion so describe that what, because what do you mean? The, so this woman has had slept with this guy before and they had dated briefly and then we know that they hang out occasionally and are like friends right with the group like yeah. the group's friends yeah that may eat away at him a little bit he might see them being like palling around and being like oh maybe they still have a little bit of a spark or you know you know what i mean by that like yeah but how do you feel about his reaction then He's hurt. He's upset. He thinks his wife's cheating on him or wants to cheat on him. I mean, that's pretty much what I'm seeing it as. He might be overdoing it a bit. Sure. But like, you know, when you're emotional, like you do emotional shit. Are you serious? I, I mean, I'm sorry, but like he might be overreacting a little bit. This right, scenario that's a fair happens point. and you leave, you storm out of the house and get a hotel for right, a week? Like, like, what are you talking that's about? A, like, that's wild. It's a wild situation. When you compare it to us, yeah, we would that would never like rock our relationship, you know? We aren't experts, but like we're trying to like understand the way relationships can be sustainable, manageable, loving, fun. So I'm just gonna put it out there. Like I think that this is a dysfunctional reaction to the situation, even if you are incredibly hurt by what you saw and like you really feel distrustful of the conversation, yeah. the, the narrative that you're getting. Yeah. Not trusting your wife does not let you do that. Like, that's not like, oh, I don't trust my partner. So I'm allowed to do outside. I, I agree. Like, stuff. I mean, it is it's certainly a sign that their relationships might not be going great and that there's a lack of trust. Yeah. yeah. But do you think like all jealous, like with all jealousy, it's inherent that there's a lack of trust? That's a good question. 
It's sort of saying like, if you got the chance, you'd fuck that well, person. That's why I don't want you hanging I out with them. I actually, I actually don't feel that way. Like at the end of the day, I don't think you would fuck your friend if you guys had to share a bed. That's why I don't care that you guys are sharing a bed. Do you know what I mean? There's parts of our relationship that I think we need to keep boundaries very, very concrete and clear. Like, I don't think you should be sleeping with random women in beds in France, even if I trust that you won't sleep with them sexually or like it won't be a sexual experience. That's a boundary that I have, not because I distrust you. That's a boundary because I genuinely think that there are certain things that protect a relationship. I don't even know for like incurring potential future debt. Okay. Like so if, like if like I, for example, if I like it's I, a slippery slope. If I'm betting French women, it's then not even like, like it's I don't even know that it's a slippery slope. It's just sort of like it's like you always say, like just Mike Pence it or whatever. Like you make it a joke. I keep it one hundred percent Mike Pence. One hundred percent Mike Pence. There are certain things that should be kept one hundred percent Mike Pence. Because there's no there is no justifiable reason for you to behave that way if you're married. So for why example, are you? Yeah. yeah. So like if I'm every night, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go see another male colleague and like not invite you. And it happens three nights a week for months. You might be like, yeah, these are all platonic relationships. And I trust that one. But like this is like you're putting your energy in the wrong place. If I can edit my original answer. I think that there should be in a healthy relationship a chance for the wife to explain what this is. Yes. And back it up with contextual clues and even the friends and the husband be like, okay, all I wanted was an explanation. I will take it even further. I think it's absolutely acceptable for him to see the picture, hear the story and say, I'm still very upset. I'm still incredible. I feel completely like blindsided by this. And I'm not ready to accept your relationship with this person continuously. I'm not ready to accept your apology or even like really internalize your story yet. I need some time. And that might mean we like sleep in separate bedrooms in our house. But the hotel is the... We talk about cynicism. It's like a mini separation. Yeah. Cynicism as like the death knell of a relationship. It's like punishing behavior to me is another great example of how you like start decaying a relationship instead of strengthening it yeah i agree Uh, also how are you affording this hotel what kind of (laughs) industry are you in that like you're just arbitrarily like taking hotel rooms for a week it's on her credit card i mean she did have the abs (laughs) on her phone after all Let's let's hear from the Redditors. User J-A-C-Q-T-J-A-K-A-A. Say it again. J-A-C-Q-T-J-A-K-A-A. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> if that's the story, why not let Tom's wife call your husband? Yeah. She should have the receipts. To like quell his fears. And if his fears are still like wild, like still burning just as hot, then like he's got some other issues. He's got some shit going on that he needs to work through. But I think the question is a little bit more or the advice is a little bit more specific. Receipts is like, hey, here's the text exchange before and after. This is like going to Tom or Tom's wife and saying, hey, can right. you receipts call- and a witness. 
Yeah, but do you think she should go to Tom or his Tom's wife and say, hey, can you call my husband and give him like the backstory or at least give him some context on what this was? Uh, that's a tough one. That's because then it's sort of jeopardizing the relationships on the other end and it could be a little, I don't know, that would be weird. That's That's awkward and that's like hard. I'd like to think that with a clear head, the husband could say like, okay, let me just talk to Sarah. Let's just say Sarah's Tom's wife. Let me just talk to Sarah. If she says that you were helping them settle an argument, bridge underwater, no big deal. I don't know if I like the idea of the wife arranging it, though, because then there could be some there could be some tomfoolery. What do you mean by tomfoolery? She could coach. Okay. I I think although why would you do that? It's like, hey, your husband sent me a picture of your abs the other day. Could you just pretend like you were in on that too? <laughs> She'd be like, what the, what the fuck? Yeah. Like this hole is getting very deep <laughs> yeah. over here, Andy. No, I think listen, I'll be honest, this is your marriage problem. This isn't about your friends. This isn't about your friends dynamic with you. I agree. It's like it has nothing to do with them. Do not rope them into this. (laughs) Like if this happened to us and it was like, I mean, I can't imagine. Actually, I can't imagine you sending your abs to another person. Probably not a woman. Not right now. (laughs) Are you fucking crazy? I'm like a two pack right now. Oh, you have that picture? Oh, my gosh. You have that? Do you know what picture I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Andy. I'll okay, just randomly okay, send wait. that to my sisters oh my and God. mom oh my all God. the time. So, Andy has this picture. He went to the dermatologist, and they removed a mole, right? Like, that they were kind of concerned about. They they removed a mole that they were concerned about, did a test on it, and found some precancerous cells. So, they, like, dug a... They, like, dug a, They dug, like, a spoonful of flesh out of me yeah, and yeah, then yeah. sewed it up. So, so a pretty like, good size. There's like a pretty sizable scar on his body, on his like right underneath like your right. Like or right left. on my rib cage, I right guess, on, right? Yeah, yeah, right, right under your pack, on your rib. Yeah. I, why? Okay, so Andy takes this shirtless pic. It's just his like the bottom of his, like his collarbone to his like, is your belly button in the pic? Yeah, probably about that. Just, yeah, so that's it. No, like no head, nothing else. Just that, just of the scar from like the underneath too. Which for some from, reason, yeah, yeah, like down below. <laughs> like it's one of the most disturbing pictures I've ever seen. Why did you take it? I think just to send to my mom and sisters because <laughs> to show them that I got. <laughs> and like every once in a while, they're like, "What the fuck?" And I then know. I'll just randomly send it to I them know. again, or me. Or like at you, one point, yeah. like like I'll just get the picture of just like just that picture, and it's like it literally makes me. I'm his wife. I see him naked every day, and I'm like, God no! Like it's so uncomfortable for me to get that. Oh, picture. Why is it so uncomfortable? It's, it's artistic. <laughs> Everything about the picture is like <laughs> it's like Anthony Weiner's trying to be provocative, but it's not pulling provocative. It's pulling like awkward and like desperate. But like it's also I know you're not being that. And yeah. so it's also funny. It's a lot of feelings. Come Men through. don't need to take like I don't need to be taking provocative pictures of myself. No, no one does. I mean, I guess people do. Like if if a woman saw a picture of me like in a suit, she might be more aroused than like seeing my naked body. Yeah, I also agree. I totally <laughs> right? that, like that picture does not arouse me. <laughs> I find it. I look muscular and toned in it, though. <laughs> so let's no, just keep that in mind. See, this is this. This is what men do. They think that they look so great <laughs> and we want to get these pictures. And we're like, no, thanks. OK, this man knows that that's not true. OK, I, I don't. Nobody wants to. I know women don't want to see naked pictures of me. User Lil Ladybug 81 responded. 
I have no idea how someone who is 35 years old is like, oh, gosh, I didn't know that if my ex sends me pictures of how good he looks with his shirt off, my husband might get mad. Who knew? Are you truly this lacking in common sense? Or are you pretending so you can keep up plausible deniability? If you took a poll of 114-year-old girls and asked them if their boyfriend would be upset with them for getting a shirtless pic of their ex, at 14, they'd all already know that that would upset them. It's insulting to other women for you to pretend to be this dense. And the reason I know that this isn't in good faith is because anyone with any real common sense and who cared at all about their husband's feelings would be apologetic and trying to make things right. You wouldn't be looking for internet strangers to tell you he's overreacting so you can weaponize and use it to win the argument. You being right about something in which you're clearly wrong is more important to you than saving your marriage. Send your husband here. He's the one who needs advice. <laughs> I love Lil Ladybug. First of all, who gives a fuck? Who's polling a 114-year-old girl? <laughs> Why is that like an argument? <laughs> I think she's making the... We all know 14-year-old girls are like the fucking moral backbone of this society or like... what is that even... 14-year-old girls are more intuitive about this situation than this 35-year-old woman. That's the point she's making. Okay, fair, but it's still an insane idea. <laughs> okay, so is this Redditor being too harsh? Yes, this Redditor is being way too harsh. She has the line, it's insulting to other women for you to pretend to be dissent. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> this gender but is look, now okay. diminished there's because a, of there's you. There's a little streak of truth in here, which I've already sort of articulated, which is like, why are you putting yourself in this position? I will just say this. When I first read OP's question, I really related to them, to OP, because I the way I see them framing this situation is they were like, oh, I was having an innocuous conversation with... Yes. some friends and they sent a picture that has no i have no emotional sexual intellectual attachment to didn't even think twice about fair and and then right. my husband found it and now is acting as though our marriage is in crisis uh you know what like, uh, and i actually think that's fair like yeah. i think that's fair we don't know what their relationship is and how it operates on a regular basis we don't know what the relationship between tom and this lady are in its current state, like like I said, they could be getting drunk and flirty all the time and like it eats away at the husband. We we don't know a lot of that stuff. But yeah, I agree. Like what we do know is that this lady was kind of blindsided by this even being an issue. And then her husband's reaction seems really outsized for something that she didn't even think would be an issue. So what should she do? She probably needs to talk with her husband about the bigger picture, which is like. Is this how we resolve conflict? Yeah. Is this like, are we separated now? Like you left our house for a week. That's a lot to like what we're all saying, including like the Redditors. Like it feels like at the end of the day, like this one picture is not an isolated incident or situation. It has other backstory, like find out from him what that backstory is, what he's reading into it, why he feels so strongly and like can't be reasoned and talked off the ledge. Yeah. I agree with the sentiment of what you're saying. One thing I would I would actually recommend is separating two conversations. Yeah. And actually giving some time between both. So I think that if your husband is this heightened, we don't need to be setting boundaries and like telling him yeah. like, hey, you overreacted. I think you probably can start with, I am so sorry that this hurt your feelings and that this was as painful. And yes, I do want to investigate 
why it was so painful and make sure that like we're on the same page because my intention was not to hurt you and yeah. really try to mend before you go into also what the fuck is going on. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the second conversation, maybe even weeks later can be, we're going to have to address the way this conflict transpired. Yeah. I don't feel comfortable now knowing that I can make a mistake. Okay, it was maybe it was a mistake not to tell you that I got this pick. Maybe it was a mistake to allow them like like endorse them sending it, but I feel really uncomfortable that you stormed out of the house and basically had a trial separation without my consent. You know, right. like that that to me also makes me feel unsafe that when we have conflict there's like a, a could be like a real crisis of the marriage rather than like a conversation between equals and people who really care about each other. Yeah. Like, I think there's a very good case for he is a very jealous person and will have to work through his jealousy in order for you guys to have a regular relationship. Well, and I will say this about our relationship. I'm the husband in this situation. I'm the one that freaks out, makes that something really big and really intense very quickly. And I've had to work on that. And you've had to say, like, I don't feel like I can come and be honest in those conversations because they get so big so quickly that, like, if I don't try to deescalate, like, we're in a crisis. And yet if I try to, like, tell you what I actually am experiencing, you often get defensive and even bigger. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's fair? I don't know if I was able to like come to you with like such clarity and oh, be okay. that open and vulnerable. Well, I think after it. the fact you were. Yeah, that's true. I think but, you're, but yeah, you're like good after we've the fact. definitely had that happen before. I first of all, I didn't even know this would bother you. Yes, Sec second of all, yes. I didn't know this would like potentially end our relationship, which <laughs> yes. is essentially exactly what yeah, this lady is yeah, saying. Yeah, so that I'm I'm kind of trying to come at it not only as empathetic to him, but like really being like I am having to do that work. Yeah. I don't think I ever went that big in any of my relationships, but I definitely like was even bigger than I am in this one. And in this one, I would never like leave you and like walk out and be like, I just feel like that's just it's like hanging up the phone on someone. It's petty and it's about you and your emotional regulation being completely outsized yeah. to the context of the situation and what is fair to the people involved in that conflict. I mean, it's really just like, I don't care what happens after this. I need to like just blow my yeah. top and if someone gets burned in that process then that's just what happens and that's why I'm i am upset. i know i'm not good even a couple of days after i need like a little bit of time yeah for us to come back together and me be like i don't want that to be the way conflict goes in this relationship and then you can say me neither me neither yeah not for me like i said like jealousy is i think you want to fuck other people because i don't feel like i'm worthy of being fucked or, or worthy of your love. Mm -hmm. So like if you get a chance, first chance you get, you're going to be like, oh, damn, this is way sweeter than my husband. Mm. Those abs are way you know? better than mine. Like, see, I also just know that you would be at like a hotel with a random man and be like, this guy smells even worse than my husband smells. <laughs> I don't like him. He looks weird. His clothes don't match. Like, I'm not. This is not for me. <laughs> That's what else. Can I be honest? I do it all the That's time. That's exactly I what you would say. I walk into a room. I used to walk into a room like so horny as a 20 something and being like, I would fuck all the guys here. And I walk into a room and I'm like, not it for would, me. It would, yeah. It would, you'd have to carry me away with wild horses yeah, no. to get me to fuck someone here. Literally. Like, it's just not happening. All right. I, uh, it's so funny. And yeah, this is fun. Awesome. Let's do it again. Yeah, let's do it again.
Fresh Out of Experts is a production of Narrowist. You can find more about this show at narrowist.news and at narrowist on social. That's N-A-R-R-O-W-I-S-T. Our theme music is Only Knows, courtesy of Broke for Free. More information, including additional music used in this episode, can be found in our show notes. If you enjoy Fresh Out of Experts, please subscribe, rate, or review wherever you listen to podcasts. It really does make a difference. See you next time.